Genre. And the people flee from their very sorrow given physical form. But how can you escape what is not confined by time and space? Oh, this is such bull. Veronica, enough. One can't help but wonder how long these beings from beyond will remain aggressive before they become dangerous. How long before they begin taking the living into their own realm of the dead? What? No! Turn it off! Don't listen to him! Son of a... Security! Get her out of here! I repeat, turn off the radio! Turn off your TVs! It's all made up! There are no ghosts! If we stop paying attention, it'll all go away! Miss Belknap, you've been asked to leave the station. Don't make us force you. Teddy, come on! Don't do this! Don't submit to this maniac! Don't give him what he wants! I'm sorry, Veronica. You forced my hand. I respected you! I thought I could trust you! Why won't you believe me? I'm your friend! You can't fact-check friendship, Veronica. I believe in evidence and reason. Right now, you don't have either. Hey, get your hands off me! Innocent people are scared, do you hear me? They deserve to know the truth. Let go of me! Teddy, wait. Don't kick her out. Nathan, stay out of this. We let her out of our sight. She could do anything. Keep her in the studio, but off the air. Restrain her if you have to. But the story has to be told all the way through, or this was all for nothing. Fine. Veronica, you can stay, but so help me. What are you going to do, Teddy? Duct tape me to the chair? Have me gagged? Don't push it. Bite me. Nathan, get back in the boat. With pleasure. McKinney City, I know you're afraid. Only a fool could walk among the bedlam now surrounding us and not fear it. The melancholy spirits have transformed into raging, hateful banshees. Who knows what they'll turn into next? Why is this happening? What shook loose the confines of heaven and hell so that their inhabitants now plague us with their presence? I believe that deep down you all know the answer. This is not a haunting. This is an invasion. Teddy, whatever he says, it's going to happen. If he says it'll get worse, it'll get worse. This only stops if you get him out of our heads. I'm not listening to you. Teddy, please! You feel it in your blood, don't you, McKinney City? The cold shiver of a silent truth creeping out of your mind and into the world. The barriers between life and the afterlife have been broken. The eternal have mixed colors with the finite. But how long can our physical plane withstand it? How much longer until McKinney City quite literally becomes Hell on Earth? We'll be right back. Now that's an act break. Dueling Genre Productions presents Geek by Night. Episode 19, Ghost Story, Part 3, written by Scott Corelli, Nick Jimenez, and Cassandra Fredrickson. Reports of citizens losing ground as massive fiery pits open beneath them. Hell itself has come to McKinney City, dear listeners, and with it an army of the dead. 
These things are all over the city. We have to help these people. How? We don't even know what we're dealing with. Yeah, it's not like you can possess a ghost. What am I going to do? Use my super senses to soak up all the not stuff they have? Well, Elliot's powers would work on like 51% of them. What about the other 49%? I haven't thought that part out yet. Oh, please. God, somebody help. Whoa, buddy, it's okay. They can't hurt you, man. They're, They're just ghosts. Just ghosts? Alleged ghosts. They could be anything and probably are because ghosts aren't real. Look around you, Gwen. We're standing in the third act of Ghostbusters here. Throw a rock and you hit a spirit. Well, I mean, okay, not literally because, you know, they're ghosts and the rock would go right through them, but you get my point. Ooh, you want to drop references, pal? Okay, I got one for you. Doctor Who Army of Ghosts. The whole world thought the dead had returned to Earth. Everybody was all in hoopla, but they weren't ghosts. They were Cybermen playing on mankind's obsession with there being an afterlife. I'll be folding money that this is exactly what's going on. Whenever people say that something unknown is supernatural, the universe throws a logic snowball right in our face. I'm just using to catch the snowball instead of taking it on the nose like you're going to be when we get to the bottom of this. Oh god, no! No, please! So, Gwen, what are your feelings on theology now? Weirdly, I'm still not totally sold, but even I have to admit, watching a man be literally dragged to hell by two cackling skeletons is a pretty convincing argument. Did that guy just die? Like, in front of us? This is getting really intense, you guys. I don't think my normal amount of snark is going to cut it as a coping mechanism this time. Try denial. It's working for me. We need to find Lorelai and Simon. They'll know what to do. That abandoned amusement park they went to is like 50 miles away. And who knows if they're even there at this point. We have no way of contacting them. Oh, what about Simon's smarty talkies? Did you bring yours? No. Did you? No. What are you looking at me for? Your team leader. Okay, but who would just bring that thing along with them everywhere all the time? I mean, besides Simon. Do you think Lorelai still has the smarty talkie that Simon gave her? It might be in her office. Swift Industries is only a few blocks away. That's assuming we don't get sucked into the bowels of hell before we get there. I guess that's just the chance we're going to have to take. But do we? Do we have to? People are dying, Gibson. Ugh, I know, but it's scary. Well, staying in one place didn't stop that one guy from getting attacked by the Army of Darkness. If we're running, at least we can be moving targets. That's actually a pretty good point. And now I am super uncomfortable with the fact that I'm just standing here right now. Yup, ready to run now, please. Go, go, go. cannot escape these Ghostbusters references, can we? Henry's transformed. I'm bloody well aware of that, Simon. Thank you. Well, hey, I mean, it can't get much worse than this, can it? Why would you say say that? that? Lorelai, look out! No! You were saying? This is so much worse than I was prepared for. I'm glad we know now that all of this isn't real, because otherwise I'd be having a pretty major panic attack right about now. We're staring 
and a massive, fiery pit to literal hell, and you're telling me that you're somehow not having a panic attack? Well, none of this is actually real, so there's not literally hell, and there's no reason to panic. Lorelai is in there! But it's not real, so she'll probably be fine. Physically, anyway. Psychologically, I guarantee nothing. Simon, if all of this has to do with powers, then I agree that it probably can't hurt us. But Lorelai doesn't have any powers, so that means that... Oh, she's in a lot of danger. That's what I'm saying! Lorelai! Everyone we know has powers. I keep forgetting she doesn't have any. Lorelai! I'm coming! Mindy, wait! Oh, no, that's... that's fine. I guess I'll just... find my own way down. happening out there, Teddy? Veronica, that's enough. Nathan is the one making this happen. Can't you see that? Whatever he says happens. He's making up his stories again, only this time he's making them come true. With what? Are you going to tell me that Nathan is some kind of necromancer or something now? Maybe. I don't know. All I know is that he's responsible for this. Would you listen to yourself? Do you have any idea how paranoid that sounds? Hell, the only reason I believe in the damn ghosts is because I can see them out my office window. Where's your proof that Nathan's doing this himself? How would that even be possible? Lorelai Swift. Oh, for God's sake. Something is happening at Swift Industries. I don't know what, but but that woman is messing with stuff beyond what we used to think is possible. You know who you sound like? Him. You're talking how he was talking, right before it all went sideways. I trusted him. He didn't have the facts, he didn't have the sources, but I trusted him. And look what happened. My mistake nearly cost this station everything. Well, that's not happening again. Now I only trust what I can see. And right now, Veronica, I see dead people. You want facts? I'll give you facts. How about Cosmo Peters shooting lightning out of a toy hammer, or the grid threatening to kill everyone in town? Both of those things happened after the explosion at Swift Industries. Not to mention all the other random weird things that have been going on in this town since. They're all connected, Teddy. And somehow Nathan is too. Where's your proof, Veronica? You want proof? Well, I can get you proof. Just let me do my damn job. Your job is whatever the hell I say it is. And right now, I say it's to sit right where you are and shut your mouth. You're a coward. Yeah, that's me. A big damn coward. Lorelai? Over here. What's with the creepy music? I think it was a part of the building that collapsed. It was a spook house. <gasps> what? What is it? What's happening? <laughs> it's just a jump scare. One of those fake ghosts on a spring release. Can't say this little adventure hasn't been festive at least. Simon, how'd you get down here? I stood on a big rock and lowered it into the pit telepathically. You can do that? Never tried to do it before, but apparently. To borrow your phrase, thou bitches. Where's Lorelai? Trapped under a rock at the moment. Though I'd rather not be. On it. Thank you, Simon. So, do either of you happen to know what the bloody hell is happening? Powers. Of course it is. Some guy on the news is saying stuff and it's all coming true. 
reality manipulation? That's interesting. I mean, I would have gone with bone-chillingly terrifying, but sure, interesting works. Where's Henry? I'm not sure. I don't think he followed me down here. Do you hear that? Probably just the spook house playing more sound effects. I don't think that's a sound effect. Uh, skeletons! Fight them! How? We don't have any weapons! For God's sakes, they're, they're skeletons, Mindy! Just run into them and break them apart! There's more coming. I admire your thoroughness, Mindy, but he's already down. You don't have to rip off his legs as well. What are you doing? Improvising. Simon, is that you? How are you getting a signal down here? Or you know at all? It's not my phone. Hello? Hey, Simon. Oh, we're just sort of dealing with all hell breaking loose at the moment. You too, huh? Where are you? We got stuck outside in the chaos and had to get to Swift Industries so we could find Lorelei's Smarty Talkie. They're the only thing working right now. Is my sister okay? She's fine. Just a little busy with a skeleton army at the moment. Ah, oh, man, you guys got the fun side plot. Any idea what's causing all of this? A GSE newscaster named Nathan Gershwin. He has the power to manipulate reality using his words, and he's on a broadcast right now describing all of this madness and making it real. How can we stop it? There's a broadcast jammer in one of my R&D labs we can use. It can block any frequency in the world. It's bloody illegal, but in this case we might have to make an exception. If he's off the air, his power over the city should break, and everything will go back to normal. Ruh row. What was that? I think we just lost power, Lorelai. That's not possible! The grid! A lot of impossible things have been going on today, Lorelai. I think a power outage is the first normal thing to happen all day. Fair point. Okay, new plan. We need the broadcast jammer from Lab 42, but we can't run it without power, so we need someone to get down to the grid and restart it. I'm on it! I'll go get the broadcast jammer from the lab. What's it look like? Like a defibrillation cart with four jumper cables hanging off it. When you find it, bring it to the roof. Got it! The roof? What's on the roof? You are, Gwendolyn. And a really big antenna. Now move! What the hell was that? Hell on Earth, wasn't it? Don't. And it's only gonna get worse if you continue to allow Nathan to say whatever he damn well pleases live on the air. Because he has superpowers. Teddy! Veronica, we're reporting the news, not whatever insane theory has popped into your head. A portal to another dimension is opening in the sky over McKinney City now, and a giant tentacle beast is emerging to enslave our world. The apocalypse with a capital A has arrived, ladies and gentlemen. The end is most certainly nigh. Can I get a visual confirmation? Are we getting footage of that? I'm not seeing anything on the... Wait. Something's happening in the sky. Throw it on the master feed. I don't know about you guys, but that looks a lot like a tentacle beast to me. Are we on a delay? No, it's a live feed. How the hell did Nathan know that was going to happen? He didn't. He's making it all up. Teddy, this is what I've been trying to tell you. Somebody cut the broadcast. Now. It's going to be kind of hard to do that when I have all the broadcast controls in the booth with me. 
Nathan, what is this? What are you doing? I'm just telling a story, Teddy, and this time you won't be able to do anything to stop me. I'll come in there and unplug you myself. (laughs) That would be quite the feat. What with you being paralyzed from the waist down and all? Teddy! Veronica, I, I can't feel my legs. What did he do to me? I immobilized you. Just like you did to my career, you son of a bitch. I fired you for making up your news stories, Nathan. You were a bad journalist. Oh, who cares? Who even watches the news for facts anymore? I got you ratings. That's all that should have mattered. Maybe I try to have more integrity than that. (laughs) There hasn't been any integrity in the news in 20 years. I was giving the people what they want. Entertainment. Now, sit back and enjoy the show. So sorry for the interruption, dear listeners, but I've just received information that the tentacle beast is a god, and he is angry. Veronica, you have to stop him. I can't. Someone tied me to a chair. You have to do something. You know my loony theory about Nathan somehow being linked to Cosmo Peters and the grid going haywire and all the other crazy things that have been going on? Well, I've got another theory. What's that? I think there's someone, or a group of someone, saving us. <sighs> like superheroes? I don't know, Teddy. Maybe. Well, I hope you're right, Veronica. But even if you are, they're going to have their work cut out for them this time. Geek by Night is executive produced by Scott Corelli and Nick Jimenez. Co-executive produced by Cassandra Fredrickson. Associate produced by Patreon member David Jeffries and Leaper182. Starring Chris O'Connor as Jeff Gibson. Ray Russo as Gwen Allen. Matt Mosel as Elliot Markowitz. Andrew Ball as Simon Holt. Morgan Spencer as Mindy Gibson. Naomi Wong as Lorelai Swift. And Jay Malone as Victor Conrad. Also starring Rachel Banks as Veronica Belknap. Brian Brown as Nathan Gershwin, Joe Stofko as Teddy, Kevin Kuto as Fred, Nicholas Andrew Louie as Henry, and Rachel Gatlin as Mystery Woman. Additional voice work by Debbie Gatton, Chris Zito, Haley Johnson, Lindsay Lorraine, and Nolan Tashian. Casting by Chelsea Kern. Ghost Story is written by Scott Corelli, Nick Jimenez, and Cassandra Fredrickson. Directed by Cassandra Fredrickson. Edited by Scott Corelli. Geek by Night theme by Zach Gibson. Original score and final mix by Scott Toffey. Credits read by Brian Brown. Geek by Night, created by Scott Corelli. All characters in this work are entirely fictitious. Any resemblance to real persons, living or dead, is purely coincidental. Copyright 2016, Dueling Genre Productions. Thanks for listening.